Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Inside Job with your hosts, Jess and John. Hi, everybody. This is Jessica, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Mr. John Vargo. And as 2021 comes to a close, we're going to be discussing today what we're grateful for, how to express gratitude, and why gratitude matters in the grand scheme of our health and wellness, and how health, right, Yep. truly is an inside job. So right. we're going to get on that subject today, but just to close up here with the year, it's been a little bit hectic lately. I think most of us, if you know, you know other human beings, know somebody who has COVID, I'm currently on like day 12 right now, so not contagious anymore. So yeah. before any of you come at me, please just don't. <laughs> we've, uh, we've moved past that point. So yay, everyone knows someone that's sick at the moment, and it does make you reflect on what matters the most, and you realize that health is at the base of that, right? That's our foundation. Right. If we're not healthy, nothing else works and nothing else matters. Right. Yeah, especially over this past few weeks, just seeing you get sick, family members get sick. Uh, a lot of um, you know people I know have COVID now. Uh, it's different than it was a couple of years ago when I really didn't know anyone with it. But you know, just just as you were saying, it's like our health is the most important thing we have, and how can we help protect our health? You know, and just not being able to work out over these last couple of weeks, it's just been it's just been an awkward time. It's like totally throwing me off out of my routine, holiday schedule this week. Same this is, brother. This is the crazy week of between the uh, Christmas and New Year's where like nothing gets accomplished. Uh, I'm ready for this to be done. But uh, it just made me think about like our whole intention of creating the inside job. And it was all about, you know, making changes within ourselves and how do we essentially optimize our lives to be as healthy version as we can. And we, you know, just some of the guests we've had on, uh, Dr. Megan talking about endocrinology and, uh, you know, and like the foods we ingest and eye health and like all, all of our episodes, you know, bring something to that. But, um, you know, it is so important. Our health is so important. It's so underrated. And so I, I'm, I'm anxious to be feeling 100% better and getting back into it. but That makes two of us, John. I think starting off by talking about silver linings is a really big deal, right? Because recognizing that a situation may not be the most ideal, but understanding that there's good things that come out of it as well is going to be your big saving grace when it comes to optimizing your health, right? Mm-hmm. And taking yourself out of any kind of woe is me attitude. Right. Even just right when I figured I had COVID, I couldn't go home and celebrate the holidays with family. But one of my first thoughts was, Thank goodness, though, I've been wanting to just sit at home in my apartment and do absolutely nothing with no plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what I got, baby. Wow, got look to at sit that. You manifested for... couch time. Right? Got some couch time, did some reading, did some Netflix, did some cleaning. Mainly Netflix, but I did some of the other things. <laughs> <laughs> did uh-huh. some of the other things, too. But, no, the point is, is there's always something to be grateful for in the midst of, I guess, chaos. Yes. So what was another thought I had? Oh, yes, yes. I love my roommate, Raquel. Mm-hmm love her love when she's home but not having her around and having a place to myself was <laughs> Hope she's brilliant i don't care if she is listening hi raquel she probably is what a good supporter but anyways nice. it was nice to have the place to myself yeah to sit and reflect and journal and just relax mm-hmm. so that's a big silver lining out of this is we don't you know oftentimes we don't slow down enough mm-hmm. and do what our body's requiring of us at that time so it was nice to move at a slower pace and or no pace at all really right. but no, I get that. I mean, I'm just not going to the gym and just sitting at home is like literally painful for me or just getting out and being 
active and mobile and contributing. Um, you know, I, when you were talking about that, it just made me thinking about how gratitude, um, and I, I know I've touched on this in the past, but being thankful for what you already have is is huge. And so when you get to sit down on your couch and like, hey, I, and truly be grateful that like, I'm grateful I got this COVID before I went to hang out with my family. Yay for antibodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and being grateful for, um, you know, just electricity and the power. And, and, you know, I'm sure that you were at an overflowing of friends reaching out to you and like, you know, you get to see how many people care about you. Unfortunately, you know, you were down and out, but like, you know, you have friends bringing you stuff. I'm sure the FaceTime was getting overused. I'm sure you broke the camera on your phone. <laughs> 100%. You realize all the support and love you have around you. And mm-hmm. it's not just in times of, of low points, right? They're always there, but obviously people step up right when you need them to because they have full confidence and faith that you're competent enough competent enough normally so it's it is nice to, like, to see everyone coming through and mm-hmm. being there when you really need it it's yeah. really special yep that's something to be grateful for and you know unfortunately for us we have that and you know there are plenty of people that don't so that makes me comfortable knowing that it reminds me of that song with uh, eddie vetter uh to just breathe and i yes. can count the loved ones on yep. um, two hands or however it goes but uh, I always think of that. I'm and like, just to you know, throw this in there too, John, or to the audience, John Vargo and his wife, Danielle Vargo, brought me Manuka honey and lemons mm-hmm. to have with my uh, hot water in the mornings, which was so lovely, and some milk chocolate peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> which I bought the same and they are all gone. Yeah. Class. I've had like two because I can't taste them. So isn't that just lovely? Uh, I texted my mom the other day, John. I said, <laughs> this is disgusting. But I said... I might as well be eating, like I could eat dog shit right now and have no idea because I can't taste anything. <laughs> can't smell anything, can't taste anything, have no idea what I'm putting in my mouth. Hmm. I got in and out the other day just to like, you know, treat myself. And I was like, oh, I might as well be eating dog shit. That's what I thought. And I don't know why I'm, why I'm thinking that. Wonderful. But yeah. Probably has the same value for your body. I bet dog shit is more nutritious, honestly. <laughs> 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 to, to be quite honest. All right. Well, grateful we're having this conversation All right, right now. Moving on from dog shit. John, <laughs> give me your rundown of the top three to five things that you're grateful for. Wow. Okay. Top three to five. I'm going to go. Well, let's just go with five. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, my health and, and the top of that being uh, my sobriety on top of that. Because without that, uh, I wouldn't have anything else to be grateful for because... I'd probably not have too much uh, people surrounding me, uh, that's for sure. Um, And absolutely my family, the connection I have with my family. Um, I'm grateful that my son's home from college and um, spending some quality time with my daughter before she goes off to college next year. Um, Grateful for Danielle and all the hard work she does providing for the family. Uh, I'm grateful that I... How many do I have? I don't, I'm going to keep that was going too, here. John. Uh, grateful for uh, discovering my new daughter Dior um, several years ago, and and all the joy that's brought me. Uh, grateful for my two little granddaughters who are so cute. Uh, Some super helpful, thankful, helpful. Um, I'll count that, that as two. Sobriety, health one, family two. You still have three more, John. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> grateful. You know what? I'm really grateful that we connected for this podcast. You know, I mean, it was, um, you know, it was touch and go there for a minute. But, 
it's good. And we're providing, I know we're providing value uh, to other people. Uh, just the messages that we get and, and the stuff that we're doing, uh, I know it's providing value. And so I'm um, very grateful for that. I'm grateful for the, um, the career I had in the fire service. Uh, Ooh, I made a, a lot of friends and a lot of uh, memories that were made. I'm, I'm grateful for uh, what the fire service did for me. Uh, really, when I got young, when I got hired, I was, you know, relatively young. I was the youngest guy in our department at the time, and um, it really raised me. They raised me to to grow up, really. I mean, I had all these different dads. Love you, Dad. Grateful for you. <laughs> but um, but I had all these uh, different people I could uh, pull from, uh, whatever I needed, and, and so it was a great resource for that. And uh, and my health, you know, like like I said, you know, the beginning. You already used that one, John. But I just keep on thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't want to use that one again since I'm already. Uh, um, <clears throat> what else? I'm really grateful I live in San Diego. Ooh, that's a that's a great answer. You know, it's um, it's been very impactful to my life and the people that I've met here, my network of friends that I have here, is just. Um, it's top of the line and they've really helped me grow in a way that I didn't know to grow uh, in, a, in a spiritual sense uh, that I did, didn't exist for me uh, when I was in my old thought patterns and cycles and doing different things. It's, it's uh, very grateful and, I, and, it, and I'm especially grateful for the kids too, to see them, how they've thrived in this environment, um, meeting their friends and picking up new sports and habits and, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. So I think that wraps up. I know I'm missing a lot of cool stuff, but... There is so much stuff. We can go on and on, but... Ooh, I'm grateful for my new van. That's pretty sweet. Oh, that's a good one, too. And I'm grateful that all the mountains are getting dumped on right now. I just need to get up there and actually <laughs> snowboard. Uh, so, yeah. All right. That's my list. Give me your five. That's a good or list. Ten. Oh, I only get five, but you get 20? Thanks, John. Um, let's see here. <laughs> well, you're younger than I am. <laughs> I have more things. <laughs> okay, number one, I am grateful for a strong mind. I think my mental health has gotten a lot stronger, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. Just in general, I, I've never really suffered with mental health. I'm really thankful for that, but I am grateful to have a really resilient and pragmatic mind, so I'd say that's one, number one. Uh, number two would definitely be my physical health and the physical health of my family. So I'm gonna group that together. That's huge for me. I like the way I can integrate the two of them together because they're not separate entities. They're very, they very much work together. My physical health. Uh, number three, I have really quality friends. I just pulled something up here on Instagram. My friend and I both watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life, my friend Megan mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. around the same time during Christmas. And I don't remember if you guys remember this at the end of the, at the, end of the movie. The card from the guardian angel says, remember, no man is a failure who has friends. And I watched that scene and just started bawling, John. I was crying during the, that whole scene because it's so true and it resonates so powerfully, mm -hmm. right? I am so grateful for my friends who are so supportive and so fun to be around. And I can have really deep intellectual conversation with, but they can also just be fun to go and have a drink with. I kind of have this nice full spectrum and polarity of friends in my circle. Yeah. So I'd say that's a huge one. Mm -hmm. um, number four, I am so close with my family and the relationship that we have is never forgotten in my head. I think mm -hmm. about it all the time. Yeah. 
not necessarily in comparison to others, but I just, I know how fortunate I am to have that kind of relationship and bond with each of them. Yeah. I'm so close with my younger brother, Wesley, my two parents, they're like my best friends. We have a really mm-hmm. funny family group chat always going on at any given time. So grateful for them. And la- I mean, not last, but just to wrap up the five year, I think I'm really grateful and I kind of forget about this sometimes is the access to really quality food and produce. Mm -hmm. Every single time I'm at the farmer's market, which is every week, sometimes twice a week at different ones, I'm just looking around and thinking, wow, I live in a place that is so conducive to healthy living. We have a really good climate to grow really quality products and I'm just, I'm grateful I get to eat these yummy things and not really think twice about it, right? So that's a, that's a huge one is access to healthy, good food and, you know, clean water. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I guess, condensed list. But I think those that last one is things we don't typically think about. Yeah. Right. So I'd say that's my uh, top five that came to mind first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Give me one more. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Since okay. I went off a little bit. We got to yeah. equal this out. Yeah, one more. <laughs> I'm grateful for, it's funny, when I was laying around in my apartment during this whole, you know, 10 days thing, I was looking around, I was like, I'm so thankful to be able to afford an apartment and live here and where I live. Mm -hmm. This area is not, it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have this roof over my head where I feel really comfy and I don't have to worry about basic necessities like shelter, like so many people do in the world, that's a huge one for me too. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Let me think of something more specific. I want like a really specific one. I'll throw this one too. I, me, uh, meeting you was a huge one, John, because I think this podcast, <laughs> this podcast has brought a lot of light into my life. We've both learned so much mm-hmm. from the guests that we've had on. We have. And just having conversation, we both bring different, you know, perspectives to the table and just getting into these kind of impromptu conversations that we didn't think we were going to be having has always, you know, taught me something. So very grateful to start this journey. And I think it's a, a really exciting one. Yeah. Every time I tell people I do a podcast, I'm like, yeah, I do a podcast. No big deal. Yeah. But my friends listen to the podcast. Hey, that was a good one. Jess does a really great job. She, yeah, I know. Okay. Like she sucks. <laughs> there's more. There's more than one person on this podcast. <laughs> no, but you do do a great job. And so I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, what if like this changes your whole career path, and you end up being like a, I don't know, investigative journalist. I don't even know if that Ooh, makes wow. sense. Or like it doesn't. But or wow. like uh, I don't know. Like it just goes <laughs> down another path. You get discovered. That would be pretty cool, John. But that would be pretty cool. But you do a great job, and I hear a lot of positive feedback on that. Thank you. So. As do you. Oh. We both right. bring something very different to the table. I don't really have much of a calming or soothing voice, and you do. So that's nice we have that kind of um, thing going on. Yeah, you have a very stressed out. I'm just kidding. You mm, don't. Kidding, not kidding. No, you don't. Um, well, I thought it would be a good idea, fun thing to do, to do a little gratitude meditation um, with everyone. So... You know, if you're driving, probably not a good time. But, but you know, if you're, if you're going to be closing your eyes. But we're just going to do this for a few minutes. And um, just allow yourself to be. If you are in a place that you can sit down and close your eyes and you feel comfortable doing that, that would be ideal. Uh, you know, come back to this in the podcast, wherever it may be. It's about 15 minutes in. And, um, and so let's begin. So let's go ahead and uh, sit down. 
close your eyes. Let's take a few deeper than normal breaths in through our nose, out through your mouth. Spend a moment here, just resting with your breath. And calling to some, something in mind, something you are grateful for, whether that's a person or an event, something that has not happened, just something that's already in your life. And as you visualize this person or situation, notice how it makes you feel. What are the sensations? What are you feeling? This feeling of gratitude, maybe feeling of wholeness. Spending a few moments with it, savoring it. Being one with it. And now letting that go and coming back to your breath. Again, taking a few deeper than normal breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And when you're ready, you can open up your eyes, come back. All right. Since um, Jess is the only one I have access to right now, how was that for you? <clears throat> was it? Yeah. How was it? I'm so peaceful now. It is. It's really nice, John. I think it's. It only takes a couple minutes, right, to really reflect on, like the some little simplicities, right, mm -hmm. that we have going for us, and I think it's really hard to do that without closing your eyes and taking a second to actually feel that mm -hmm. right and kind of embody that feeling whatever's mm -hmm. coming to so again that was what two minutes three minutes yeah it wasn't long i know i'm not the best advocate of this because i don't meditate on a regular basis but you will <laughs> but everybody that was like two or three minutes and it it does center you i mean that's a, honestly i hate that term it's such a yoga meditation term that i don't like using <sighs> sorry Joel, oh. but it's, oh. it's true it is centering right like it brings you back to like the important things so yeah, everyone, your homework at the end of the podcast. Everyone's like, Jessica, it's winter break. Why do we have homework? <laughs> Number one, take a few minutes, 
do a little gratitude meditation or journaling. Mm -hmm. And number two, think of the five to 20 million things that you're grateful for and write them down. Yeah, for sure. Um, Count your blessings. I think it's hard to remember unless we're always writing things down. So journaling is such a blessing, John. People who don't write, I'm like, how do you not write? mm -hmm. Like it's such a release from your mind to paper that is so needed, at least for me. Yes. And it makes it real to see all those things that you have going for you on paper. You're like, wow, are things really that bad? Right. It's a way of yeah. showing yourself compassion and like beyond empathy and sympathy, like actual compassion. Right. When you recognize what you already have, it's it decreases anxiety and stress and pressure and, and that you can't control anything in the future, right? And that's what we're getting all anxious about. But when we can be present and recognize and be grateful for what we already have, it's going to provide us some peace, maybe just for that in that moment. And, and you brought up journaling and I did bring, um, in a a book, the five minute journal. Uh, this was gifted to me at one of our uh, first responders retreat. And I I recommend it. It just kind of, it's this daily log of keeping you on track. And for those of you who are not familiar with it, it starts off the top of the page with uh, a little quote from somebody. And then I am grateful for, and it gives you three spaces to do that. And then the next line would be, what would make today great? You know, it gives you three things for that. And then a daily affirmation, a daily affirmation, I am, and then a space for that. And then at the end of the night, at the end of the day, it has amazing things, amazing things that happened today. What were those? And how could it, how could I have made today even better? I love that, John, because. I could struggle through reading it. (laughs) Because, yeah, most, most days. Things are very, things are very similar, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, if you go to the same job every day and you, you know, you see the same people, you eat similar things for dinner, whatever that may be, life becomes mundane. You, it's hard to separate like from the good, the good things from the not so great things, unless you actually pay attention to them. So I always make sure throughout my day, I'm like, what was the best part of your day? I always ask my friends that. What was the best part of your day? Yeah. Right, because it forces you to recognize something that was different than the day before, mm-hmm. or than your the normal season, right, of right. your daily life. So. Yeah. It is good to point out, like, what excites you today? Like, what are you excited about today? Mm-hmm. And that could be tiny. Maybe that's trying a new recipe that you've never tried before. Maybe that's trying to smile a little more when you're resting mm-hmm. rather than having a resting bitch face, right? <laughs> Maybe it's actually asking somebody how they are and genuinely yeah. wondering how they are, not just asking as a formality, Yeah. right? So try to pick out a few things each day that were joyful, that brought you some sort of joy. Mm-hmm. And that's when you'll realize that Ishe is not, in fact, the same as the previous. Yeah. And, and my little topper on that would be when you do find those things of joy that you found is to, to obviously you're noticing it, you're aware of it, you're present with it, and sit and savor that. Be with that, just like you did in the meditation. And then just allow yourself that space to do that. And the more times you can do that within a day, the happier you're going to be. I just know this. So, yeah. And when you wake up in the morning, it's so easy for your first thoughts to be negative because, yeah, you're probably getting up to go to work to make money for someone else, right? That's essentially what work comes down to a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. But when you wake up, think about those few things that you listed on your grateful list. You are waking up because your body's healthy to bring you out of sleep. Mm -hmm. What if you weren't and you weren't waking up because you had no energy? Yeah. Or where something was going on with your heart, right? Right. You're lucky to just be waking up in the morning to be able to create and paint on this canvas that you're provided each day. Yes. So before your mind goes to like, I have to go to work or I have to have this confrontation, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. start smaller. You woke up in the morning. 
list a couple of things in your head that you are really grateful for mm-hmm. or that you're excited about that day. Maybe start with your five minute journal. I love the idea, John. Thank you. And go from there. Like, why would you, why would you purposely start your day off negatively? If you have the choice, why would you purposely choose yeah. that? Set yourself up right from the start. Right. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes in terms of a morning routine. Yeah. You know, John, we should start asking people as we always, we, we've asked a few guests like yeah. what your morning routine is, but right. what about, what are your morning thoughts? Mm-hmm. Cause that is a pretty decent indication, right? Of yeah. how the rest of your day is going to go. Right. So this may be a little advanced for some of you, but, um, you know, you're just talking about how your thoughts, you waking up and thought patterns, uh, you know, the more aware you become, of your thoughts, that you're the thinker of your thoughts and you're not your thoughts, it's kind of game changing. And that's when you're able to like recognize that you're having a negative thought, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the actual event that's happening. And you can recognize that like, oh my God, I have to do this today. But then you're like, whoa, you recognize that as a negative thought. You're like, I, I choose not to think like that. And then you can move aside from that. Or I don't like the way this makes me feel. And you recognize that this, I was just reading in uh, New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. He's talking about how um, an emotion without a story around it, like if we're not putting a story around like an emotion of happiness or sadness, uh, it then it, we, it can just go away. And I don't know if this makes sense or not, but um, it's a pretty interesting book. I highly recommend it. And uh, actually, Anya, uh, our friend, oh, she yes. turned me on to the book a while ago. And uh, and then Oprah and Eckhart do a, like a little book club thing between chapters. Um, so it's a pretty interesting book about thoughts and how we perceive thing. And and, and, I, and a lot of that training came, too, from uh, from Chopra uh, style of stuff. So I love that you said that, John. It's essentially dissociation, right? Like not every thought has to be tied to like some anecdotal thing or experience or like we can let the thought just be the thought and not have to associate it with something else all the time. Correct. Yeah. You're looking at me like that's not the answer. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think from a, yeah, because they get into more like a deeper state of like, who am I? Like, who are you? Like existential. Like you're chat. Jessica, the daughter, the trainer the podcast host but like that's those are just labels those are just roles for you right but like that's not who you are at your essential being so yeah i think we're getting a little far down the rabbit hole but so maybe we'll just change it uh you know you know you're the thinker of your thoughts you're not your thoughts so stick with that wow look at john (laughs) being concise let's go all day baby uh one last thing i want to leave all of you with is waking up in the morning with these thoughts, right? I actually talked about this with my roommate's um, boyfriend and he was going to present this in front of his work meeting is when you wake up and you think I have to go to work, change your verbiage. I get Mm. to do this. Yeah. Start there. It's a really simple start. It makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. I get to go and make money to support myself or my family. Yeah. I am able bodied enough to get myself out of bed and be productive. Right. Right. So coming into this new year, try to really stay cognizant of what you're grateful for, whether that's the people, the things, the, you know, the emotions, the feelings, whatever that may be for you. Mm-hmm. Keep those at the forefront of your heart and your mind, right? Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, be the thinker 
right, of good thoughts, choose to be that person because it is a choice at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And show love to everyone that you love. Random acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. Don't hurt anyone. (laughs) People like to know that they're loved, right? And that you feel grateful for them. So hopefully everyone has a really healthy and happy new year. Yeah. Feliz Año Nuevo. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've had a great 2021 and look forward to a great 2022. All right, everybody with that, cheers. Happy New Year. Be safe, be healthy, and we will see you uh, next year. (laughs) (laughs) Be zesty. Be zesty.